Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So did you see 60 Minutes yesterday? We got something of an unusual, I think I would even call it strange, update about the attack on the U.S. Capitol from the former acting U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Michael Sherwin. And for me, that 60 Minutes piece last night raised more questions than it answered. Let's talk about that. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So did you all catch 60 Minutes last night? It kind of felt like the remnants of the Donald Trump show. Because former acting U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Michael Sherwin, sat for an interview with 60 Minutes to have a chat about the ongoing investigation into the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Recall Michael Sherwin was a Donald Trump Bill Barr acolyte who was installed as acting U.S. Attorney in D.C. and promptly went about making sure Mike Flynn's criminal case was dismissed. Mike Flynn, who twice pled guilty to lying to the FBI, Michael Sherwin made sure that case got dismissed in a very real sense, doing a favor, though, for Donald Trump's criminal associate, Mike Flynn. So when Joe Biden came into office, he promptly got rid of Michael Sherwin and put a legitimate acting U.S. attorney in place named Channing Phillips, a former colleague of mine and a a terrific guy and a very solid prosecutor. Channing Phillips is now presently the acting U.S. attorney for D.C. And there was some talk about Sherwin staying on during the transition. Well, Sherwin's gone. Sherwin is no longer involved in the investigation into the insurrection at the Capitol. But on his way out the door, he apparently took a little detour to 60 Minutes studio and sat for an interview. It's being reported that Sherwin has left D.C. and is going back to the U.S. Attorney in uh, U.S. Attorney's office in Miami from whence he came. I would say stay tuned on that front. But Um, Before I talk about the specifics of what Sherwin said on 60 Minutes last night, I want to kind of give you some of the basics. There's a basic principle by which all federal prosecutors operate, and that is we do not comment on pending investigations. That comes directly out of the U.S. Attorney's Manual, which is sort of the Bible for federal prosecutors. It's, it's our operating manual, kind of sets out the care and feeding of federal prosecutors. And I think it's important that I quote 
the exact language from the U.S. Attorney's Manual about the uh, prohibition against prosecutors talking about pending investigations. And then we'll talk about a few of the things Michael Sherwin said. Bear with me, this will take a moment. I want to read from the U.S. Attorney's Manual, Section 1-7.400, Disclosure of Information Concerning Ongoing Criminal, Civil, or Administrative Investigations. Paragraph A. Any communication by DOJ personnel with a member of the media relating to a pending investigation or case must be approved in advance by the appropriate United States Attorney or Assistant Attorney General, except in emergency circumstances. Paragraph B. DOJ generally will not confirm the existence of or otherwise comment about ongoing investigations, except as otherwise provided in paragraph C. We'll talk about that in a minute. DOJ personnel shall not respond to questions about the existence of an ongoing investigation or comment on its nature or the progress before charges are publicly filed. Paragraph C, when the community needs to be reassured that the appropriate law enforcement agency is investigating a matter or where release of information is necessary to protect public safety, comments about or confirmation of an ongoing investigation may be necessary, subject to the approval in paragraph A. So the first question that jumps out at me, based on Michael Sherwin's chat with 60 Minutes yesterday, is who at the Department of Justice approved this? The former, the outgoing, the departing uh, acting U.S. attorney in D.C. sitting down for this full-blown discussion of the evidence in the insurrection investigation. It would be good to know who approved it and whether it was approved. And I'm not saying everything he said was, was wrong or was bad, um, but after questioning the wisdom of doing it at all and whether it was approved, um, let's talk about a few of the things that jumped out to me that Michael Sherwin told us all last night on 60 Minutes. So some of the more interesting, even alarming things Michael Sherwin said included that he was a witness to both the rally and the attack on the Capitol. He said, yeah, you know, I put on my running clothes and I went down there with the police, he tells us, to see what was going on at the rally. And he said what I saw was a carnival atmosphere complete with popcorn hot dogs and cotton candy. No, I'm not making any of this up, folks. He then added that not everybody in the crowd appeared to be, quote, typical carnival people in his view. He said there were some people with helmets and body armor, and some of them left the rally early and headed toward the Capitol. He said, in his opinion, that what started as a pro-Trump rally turned pretty quickly into a, an anti-government, anti-Congress, anti-institution riot. He also said that he then went to the Capitol to see how things were going over there, and in his words, they were, quote, going bad fast. He was asked about some evidence 
that the investigation does or does not have, specifically about communications between and among insurrectionists. And Michael Sherwin helpfully, at least for the insurrectionists, laid some of that out. He said, no, we don't have any communications, specific communications, about people planning to breach the Capitol. I think I'd like to know that if I were one of the insurrectionists and I maybe had some conversations about breaching the Capitol. It would be good to know that the prosecutors don't have those communications. He said, we don't have those kind of communications, but we do have communications where they're talking about taking back the house and stopping the steal and needing a show of force in D.C. on January 6th. And Sherwin finished up his interview with a few additional observations. He said, first of all, we must protect First Amendment rights. I, I can't disagree with that. He then added, quote, the great majority of the people there that day were protesters, close quote. He said that they are in fact, or when he was there, they were in fact investigating Donald Trump. No surprise there. He added a little bit of color commentary by saying, well, you know, we're arresting soccer moms from Ohio, his term. And when we're arresting those soccer moms, they're saying things like, well, wait, wait, my president said I had to go take back the house. That's why I did what I did. My president told me to. Finally, Michael Sherwin said something that I think we've all seen with our own eyes, which is that the evidence supports all of the elements of sedition. In, in essence, the violent overthrow of the government. I tend to agree. But I'll leave you with this, folks. I, for one, am very glad that the investigation into the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th is now being headed up by acting U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Channing Phillips, because I am completely confident that in the hands of Channing Phillips, and then ultimately in the hands of whoever the permanent U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia is, once nominated by President Biden and confirmed by the Senate, um, the investigation is presently and undoubtedly will be in extremely capable hands. Um, and that now moving forward, now that Michael Sherwin is no longer involved, I am confident the case will be handled fairly, justly, ethically, appropriately, and in the best interest of the American people. Because justice matters. As always, folks, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.